You know, intern has almost 200 followers on Letterboxd. Are they all like Andrew 001, Andrew 002? <laughs> 118. Here we go. You're welcome, Trailer Park Podcast. Nathan, worried or excited? I'm excited. Daniel, it's a horror movie. Worried or excited? God damn it, I will kill myself. Worried. Are you worried or excited? An invitation for rigid and spastic penetration. You seem satisfied. Affirmative. The trailer made me emotional. Real lumpy flesh dragger. Raising awareness about masturbation addiction. Don't get it on my territory. I can't stand seeing someone do it worse. Oh my god, here it comes. Here it comes. It's so wet. Oh my god, it's coming. Trailer Park Podcast, episode 131. Welcome, Daniel, to the uh, 131st edition of Trailer Park Podcast. The birthday edition of Trailer Park Podcast. Whose birthday is it? What did you just say, Nathan? Whose birthday is it? Sorry? Uh, it's it's your birthday, Nathan. Mm. Mm. Hashtag Team Forty. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Team Forty over again, right? Right. Yeah, forty-two is the answer <clears throat> to life, the universe, and everything. Thank you very much. Uh, congratulations. Uh, finally, I'm gets, proud of you. Gets to become the god he's always considered himself to be. And really, I'm <laughs> proud of Chelsea. I thought for sure she would have left you by now. <laughs> I I wasn't planning on making it past forty, and uh, but I've just. <laughs> Got tired. You've given up as well. I'm exhausted. Yeah, once those, yeah. once those wheels are in the rut, you know. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> do you guys? Oh, do you guys want to know? Getting shit today. Oh, don't worry. In celebration of my 42nd birthday, I'm going to be uh, playing 42 embarrassing clips throughout the podcast of the intern and shitting yes. specifically on you to make myself feel better. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> wow, that is in combination you know, with the 42 movie trailers that we're watching tonight. <laughs> Including the uh, Sasquatch uh, Hulu documentary uh, film. <laughs> Are there 42 rapid fires? No, no, but that would have been funny if there was. No trailers tonight, guys. Just 42 rapid fires. Is it episode one for you to bring up? No, I need not. to bring this up. Nathan, yeah, is forty-two the year that you forget everything? Because you just said it was episode one hundred and thirty-one. No, I said it was Trailer Park uh, Podcast one three one, and then I said welcome to the one hundred thirty-first edition. Oh, okay, fine. But I see what you're trying to do, and I guess it's time for our first one. Oh, I I would have uh, um, a marginal erection. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We're past that. It's way more than marginal now. <laughs> marginal. Mm-hmm. All right. Would any of you like to know why Douglas Adams, the author of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, why he chose the number 42 as the answer to life, the universe, and everything? Uh, regale us, Nathan. Well, uh, in the most basic computer software, see, he was, um, Is it? did I say his name wrong? What's his actual name? Is it Douglas? Something Douglas. I, I, thought, thought, it was, I thought that was right. I thought I called him Douglas Adams, but I don't think that's his name. Is that not his name? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, the guy that wrote The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, it is Douglas Adams. Okay, I was right. <laughs> wow. Oh, making me unknow things. Yeah. Um, so, apparently, in basic computer software, uh, 42 is the designation for an asterisk. And an asterisk in computer programming translates to whatever you want it to be. Nice. So 42 means awesome. whatever you want it to be. 
and if it's whatever you want it to be, then it's technically nothing. So we're all slowly dying in an empty void. And I made you all care about the meaning of a number on the Trailer Park Podcast. Woo! On tonight, episode 142. <laughs> but talking about meaning of numbers, let's get down to business, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 131 is a Sophie German Prime. An irregular prime, mm. the second three-digit palindromic prime, and also a permutable prime with one one three and three one one. The one three one is actually a pretty dope number in comparison to the the real uh, losers we've been dealing with lately. <laughs> yeah, those lumpy flesh draggers. Oh, that's a good one. <sighs> well, one three one does represent uh, independent energy, like a colorful bird. In fact, a colorful bird among flowering trees. Self-reliant and expressing its personal freedom by flying where it will is a wonderful example of 131 energy, wouldn't you agree? Mm. I'll 42 whatever I want. Why were you saying that it's a, it's a cool number? Because <clears throat> it's got a bunch of primes and it's a palindrome. And I don't know, one and threes next to each other, they just kind of look kind of uh, occultish. So it's, it's, you know, it's cooler than like a, a 128. Like... You're saying it looks sexual? It definitely like <laughs> looks like a butt. It does. Like in between two boards. Like a butt, like in one of those like uh shame hammocks from uh yeah. like medieval times, except you put your ass into it and everyone in town just gets to rape you as your punishment. But yeah. everyone treats it lightheartedly, even though it's an, even though it's intensely disturbing. Everyone's always like just having a good time and like taking selfies. <laughs> One three one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> okay. Rapid fire. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know you want it. I know you want that. But uh, we do have a responsibility to talk about things that we have viewed and have an open discussion. Do we not? It's true. We do. Yeah, like a little round table. Well, guys, after uh, after six seasons of Vikings on the treadmill, I can confidently say that I've confirmed my suspicions about Norwegians. What's that? Lawless savages. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I did not know. I should have known with the kind of 131 energy you were bringing that this was going to become an attack. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> No, it the show falls apart though. It's the same. the The comedy show Norse Norsemen is totally based on it, so it's really funny to watch it and be like, "Oh, they're going west," just like the jokes in the show. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it starts to fall apart. Do, uh, does that does that mean that that it, it truly is like you? If you're making a television show, your golden range is three to five seasons. It depends. I think it depends on the forum. I mean, if it's a network show that's formulaic, you can push that sucker and then bring it back years later. Look at Criminal Minds. Look at CSI. They're bringing back CSI Vegas with Peterson. They just Jesus keep Christ. going with this shit. The form- yeah, I know. And it's it's these other shows that have like a world building element to them that once you build a world, it has to go somewhere. 
and the characters have to have an arc, and then you just make the characters do bizarre things out of nowhere because it suits your narrative, and people who have been watching the show straight on the treadmill for five seasons are like, that's not something he would fucking do. That's fucking bullshit. This is garbage. <laughs> right. So the procedurals, sure. I guess they're kind of like outside of the, the form, out of the the box because they have that formula that's so soothing on its own just because of its beats that it can go 15 20 seasons whatever like it's basically a soap opera with some nonsense science thrown into it Mm -hmm. you knew this back on the back when we used to do the uh the upfronts you were like no 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 this show has the guy from ncis that my dad likes this show's going the distance that shit is still in the air you were right it's true but like a maybe a story-based television show i feel like three to five seasons is that sweet spot yeah it also depends if it has source material or not too like breaking bad the wire yeah yeah they topped out at five but you know if a show has has books behind it if it has source material then they can take it as far as it'll go right intern wheel of time (laughs) uh i was looking at episode names Ah. and episode six is the beginning of book two. He's getting upset. Uh-oh. You can hear it already. Uh-oh. No. I just hope that the episodes are like an hour and a half long. Hmm. Well, what is happens in book one? Yeah. I'll tell you. Nothing. Well, yeah, a lot of running around. Well, yeah, it's not until book two that it becomes not cool. Lord of the Rings. Well, book one and like the Forsaken that they defeat in book one, you're like, fuck off. Yeah. What even is a green man? They better explain yeah. that in the show. Is, yeah, the whole time, I don't fucking know. whole time at the end of book one, you're like, what, what the yeah, fuck is a green the, man? <laughs> the green man's useless. <clears throat> no, he's it, not. It he took out one of them. He took out one I of them. I barely remember anything about Wheel of Time. <laughs> Look, there's Agonor and Balthamon. Hey, to our cool billion. <laughs> if, if, you haven't, if you haven't read Wheel of Time, sorry. Um, <laughs> Agonor and Balthamon at the end of season, or uh, end of book one. Yeah, Green man takes one of them out. So when you he say does. he's worthless, he took out a Forsaken. That means well, Forsaken are worthless. That means you're yeah. worthless. And that means yeah. it's time for another shaming clip. That's great. You ever fart so hard that you <laughs> think you might have just shat your pants? All the time. <laughs> All the time. Stand <laughs> double down on it. Who doesn't? Here, somebody talk about something they've viewed. And like, once you do shit your pants from farting... <laughs> Do you then just do you know like you don't, you don't you don't hold back anymore? Like the next one is just like, <sighs> you're just like fuck it. I'm already uncomfortable. You're already wearing poo pants. Yeah, I'm all I'm, oh, like I'm, all gonna, I'm already gonna play a obese hopscotch yeah. on my way to the bathroom. Oh, try to go up to your boss and like... be like, I gotta go home. <clears throat> I shit myself, and they're like, No, you're working. No, I'm gonna throw another pancake on this stack. Yeah. Uh, mm. What did I watch recently? I watched He's Out There. I Do you want to apologize it, uh, to Amanda for interrupting her and talking about okay, I lost it. <laughs> I didn't hear. I, I am. A piece with of profound shit. apologies, Amanda. We Our both, talking point was man robbed. We, we, we both did it, and I'm blaming you. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In turn, regale us with uh, what. What, uh, He's out sp- there. What, what, I bought a Region B yeah. Blu-ray okay. because that's the only way I could get it. Huh. And it was the oldest one in a TPP lineup that what I hadn't it? seen yet. Wait, what does Region B mean? Like to... That means... The functionality. Uh, United Kingdom. 
Oh, but that you need you... to get a, a region-free Blu-ray player to play it. Oh, yeah, like like PAL instead of NTSC. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Okay, and you have uh, a you have anyway. a region-free Blu-ray player. Yeah, I bought one for <laughs> so that you could watch. Things. Oh, for for other. Did you things. buy this Blu-ray player to watch one movie? <laughs> no, I bought it to watch a <laughs> Colombian noir, like three box sets of. <laughs> Yeah, having, Noir. having a region P, region free Blu-ray player as like a you know cinephile, it's like you're basically like a hacker. Yeah, it's fantastic. I don't like you how Daniel is defending the intern. Yeah. I don't know, it's it's on my side. That's fine. Come on, Black Hat, tell us tell us what's up. Uh, he's out there. Uh, it wasn't that good. God, cool. Damn, the, the audio <laughs> that was so worth it. I'm pretty disappointed. Uh. Wow. Yeah. On the other hand, I did watch I, Nobody. Ah. A more recent edition. Yeah, Chelsea and I haven't seen that yet. Okay. Oh, we also won't ruin it. We've seen it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. We did as well. Mm-hmm. We'll leave it at that, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It wasn't slow and long and dusty. No. Yeah. How, how long does it? The first, the first fourteen minutes was slow and long <laughs> and dusty, and then after that, it's great fun. All right. And uh, man, nobody watched, which was good. Uh, I watched Willy's Wonderland yeah. with Nick, Nick Cage. Yeah. Mm. Uh, beating up a bunch of uh, Chuck E. Cheese robots. <clears throat> he says nothing in the whole movie? Says absolutely nothing. Not a single word the mm. entire movie. He does a lot of screaming. Uh, he has a psychedelic uh, solo dance while he's playing a pinball machine with a bunch of crazy colors, which is so there's, there's more than enough like crazy nonsense Cage to go around. Um, it's solid. It was a solid little horror movie. I wasn't really expecting much, and I got more than I expected, so it was a great experience for me. Um, and then I actually saw two uh, recommendable indie sci-fi movies as well. One is new that just came out called The Tangle, uh, which is awesome. A big sort of grandiose sci-fi concept strung through the eye of a true crime mystery. And it's uh, cool. it does low budget sci-fi really really well, which is you're stuck in indoor settings with, with a lot of dialogue, um, so you better make sure that what you're talking about is interesting, and they do. And then the other one, which is in the same vein, is called Infinity Chamber, and it's uh, about a guy that gets arrested, and he wakes up in a cell that's controlled uh, by a really intelligent AI system. And he has to sort of engage with it to figure out what's going on and why he's there. And it kind of goes all sorts of places that you wouldn't really expect it to or, you know, but uh, another one, totally solid ride, totally worth it. Those movies are usually for every nine pieces of shit, you'll find one gem. So it was crazy to come across two back to back like that. So I would definitely toss those out to anybody looking for something to watch. And, uh, I think that covers it. That's fun. Amanda. Amanda. Um, I don't think I've watched anything bes- besides nobody. I don't think I watched anything by myself lately. Um, we have been watching Chuck though. Did we tell you guys that? Is that good? Yeah. I mean, it was a fun little show, you know, it was on in what the mid aughts or yeah. something. Um, well, I would say the first four seasons are, are entertaining. And then it's sort of, it's like they thought they were getting canceled. Mm. 
and then they got renewed and the fifth it doesn't it's terrible mm-hmm. but the rest of it was a good time yeah i was surprised i had to overlook that show big time when it came on originally and then i was quite drawn into it we we, we uh rewatched the wire and uh <clears throat> holds up Hold up. Tough to find something to watch after Tight. The Wire. Tight. Very yeah, difficult. Just... The show that follows The Wire, it's got no, no fucking chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> solid, solid, solid. Which was Big Love. Terrible. Yeah, we garbage. tried to watch some Big Love. Didn't get through the first season of it. Don't really care. But man. Gavin Belson plays a bit part in yeah. Big Love. So we yeah. were like, I know, Silicon Valley. Part of the, part of the polygamous family. Sketchy... Uh, militants of the polygamist cult in big love gavin belson shows up you would just think that they would make the polygamist commune mm-hmm. more in depth but they're just this flat evil yeah. character gross they don't Redneck, really sinister like they're not sinister they're just disgusting well what? you think that you would think that hbo would like get into the nitty-gritty details and actually explore the world instead of just yeah it was lazy it was lazy. Sloppy. It was lazy. Big Love was lazy. Although we never get to the second season. There's five seasons of it, so maybe it gets better. I watched it all. You did? Yeah. Does like, it get... At the time when it was on. So like, I, I don't remember a whole lot, but I I mean, I loved it. Obviously, I watched the whole thing. So it gets better. But I better. can't remember if it's one that's like, oh, it really gets good in season two or you know, two and a half, <laughs> whatever. That could and, be the case. And it was suffering from the fact that we came off the wire like the night before. Yeah. And we're looking yeah, for yeah. another HBO thing to watch. Yeah. When you get really drawn into the wire, then the, whatever you watch immediately afterward is like, oh, and what's your little message? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, your simple little story without layers. Oh, that's cute. Um, Time to get into like Criminal Minds or Bones. Yeah, you gotta get. Yeah, you gotta jump into something like Bones, where it's like they're not even trying. The formula <laughs> yeah. is right there on the fucking whiteboard for you. Yeah. So then, then we started rewatching Silicon Valley, and I think. I've come to the conclusion that Gilfoyle is potentially Daniel's spirit animal. (laughs) (laughs) We do. And I've, uh, I've not thought that, not that specifically that thought when I've seen him, but I do completely understand that when you say it. And I've even seen him in other iterations and other movies and where he plays different types of characters. And I'm still, I still get that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) I just, he'll come in and just like silence the room with like a, a fun, like one fun comment um, was Dinesh buys the uh, Tesla car and he says, I'm a part of the green revolution. I'm, I'm, I'm in the green community. And Guilfoyle says, you know where they get the energy to charge that car, right? From oil. And Cole, you're not helping anybody. It's like, oh, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> no, he even, uh, he shows up in this like really interesting horror movie where he's part of a crew of like bad guys that are coming to rob what they think is this innocent woman living by herself. And she ends up trapping them instead in her like fucked up nightmare house. And while they're in the trap, when they first get in there, He's like the only one that's like aware of what their fate is. And it's so fucking funny because they're all like freaking out. Like, what? What's happening? What's going on right now? And he's like, obviously, we got ourselves into something we don't understand. And now we're screwed. She's probably going to torture us for the next hours, days, possibly weeks. Like, (laughs) (laughs) breaks it down. (laughs) No qualms about like, listen, this is what we're in for. He awkwardly shows up in the Spider-Man 
thought he did a good job as a professor. Yeah, no, it's fine. Oh, yeah. But he's, he's but he's kind of out of place. It's not usually the the role. I liked him. I liked his his professor in Spider Man. Yeah, no, it's fine, but it's, it's you funny. Know, we disagree with you. It's 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 just a, give it, up. It's a typecast. Everyone's thing. against you on this. Lay down. Yeah, okay, time for another one. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. I'll, I'll cool off because before this becomes a real one three one. I just don't want another kid to die. <laughs> and you called me Andrew. Thanks. Aw. Um, D. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, well, I guess the only other thing to say before we go into rapid fire is fuck Black <laughs> Widow, right? I was, no, was going to put it in this lineup, and I, I just don't care. What even is that? Is that a movie? Scarlett Johansson superhero movie i thought she was dead i don't care yeah they're going back in time right? they're doing all the Roger right. Hans is dead <laughs> she died at the end of yeah. end game black widow is dead guy yeah they're going back to like <laughs> her origin johansson she's right I had to she's right. the new hollywood <laughs> yeah so i just said screw it and i said no i put my foot down rapid fire Cobra Kai and The Witcher are both returning in Q4 of 2021. Tiger King is getting not one, but two limited series adaptations. And Home Alone is getting a Disney Plus reboot. I saw the, I saw the Disney That's Plus reboot horrible. of Home Alone. That's all horrible news. Every single one of those things you no, said. No, Cobra Kai was fun and cute. And had and awesome the Hello. Yeah, we want The Witcher. What are we talking about? <clears throat> oh, I haven't I haven't seen The Witcher. So. I th- I thought that Tiger Everything King was like a thing, the and that they're trying to like. Does anyone care about Tiger King anymore? It was a well, thing one of a year them, ago. One of the adaptations has Kate McKinnon as the I don't Carol know. Baskin. Yeah, Carol Baskin, and the other one has Nicolas Cage as Joe Exotic. So it's like, why can't they put those together? Why can't you do one and put yeah. both of them in the same one? Because that would be great. The Amazon one has Nicolas Cage behind it. So that's going to have probably more money than the Kate McKinnon one. So I'm only interested in the Nicolas Cage one. I'm sorry, Miss McKinnon. but I'm not interested in either. You're not interested in watching no. Nicolas Cage be the Tiger King? No. Daniel, are you interested in Nicolas Cage being the Tiger King? Yes. But <laughs> as time goes on, like that, that, that was a real like culturally united flash in the pan kind of thing. Like... We all watched it at one time, and now it's so far removed. We're all like, oh, yeah, that was kind of, like, dirty and depressing, actually, now that I think back on it. <laughs> yeah, because it was, like, right at the, like, beginning-ish of COVID, and, mm-hmm. like, we were just collectively depressed, and we watched this <laughs> fucked-up miniseries on a Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> true. Nobody wants to go back to that emotional place. No. Have they ever done this before, where a documentary series was, like, viral, popular, and then turned into a limited series afterwards. Usually at these like unique water cooler bulletin board stories get turned into limited series. And then you go back and you look at the documentaries after. No? Well, the same thing happened with The Walk. Mm. Right. What about... Um... Everybody watched The Walk documentary and got, it oh, went well, viral. Oh, they should have because... It was way better. It's not the the same thing. Shut up. Dirty John. What about Dirty John? Dirty John might be closer. Because there was 
Well, obviously it was well known, and then there was a podcast, and then they made yeah. a, show, a show. No, I think Dirty John's a much closer example than The Walk. I don't even know what Andrew's talking because, about. Yeah, The Walk is not <coughs> a good example at very all. Very small penis. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> very, very small. Microscopic. <laughs> it's almost an any. Oh, jeez. If it was any smaller, it would be a vagina. You just said earlier, when you get older, it dangles and you can shove it up your butthole. <laughs> what? Well, that's really only true of the balls. Sorry, yeah, that, the was, balls. That, that was that was that was that was pre-show. That was pre-show. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the penis pulls in as the balls lower. <laughs> it's just physics. That's where it all goes, eh? Rapid fire. Live action. Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Vin Diesel. A social social justice movement for Asian Americans is what led to Han's return in F9 and The Last of Us TV series with HBO starring Pedro Pascal as Joel. Yay! I like Pedro Pascal. Love. So, yes to whatever he's doing. In the Rock'em Sock'em film, is Vin Diesel <laughs> a Rock'em Sock'em robot? It's unclear. Yeah, he's red or blue. It's unclear. Yeah. It's uh, That's all I've got for you. But he is doing like the robot voice. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's about family. It will either be terrible or unwatchable. <laughs> I agree. I think the most <laughs> I think the most interesting story here is the social justice Asian American movement because Oh, I thought I was supposed to comment on everything. The, yeah, you are. Well, you can or you can point oh, out one that you think is better than the others, but I think it's most interesting because the director of F9 is Asian and there's like a a movement that started ever since this is my understanding is that ever since in the movies when they invited Deckard Shaw to be a part of the group and he was the murderer of Han, that it was like a betrayal of the family to invite the murderer of Han back into the group. So ever since that happened, there was a hashtag that started up called Justice for Han. Love it. Really into it. And the director of F9 was you know, following this, this movement or this hashtag and brought him back. So it's like actually a partially true statement that this movement brought a character back to life in a movie. But is it a, a movement? Is there a? I don't it's know. a movement it, if it goes somewhere. Han, yeah, I mean, Han was brought back to love life. Han or Han, and not that it was like a racially based movement. Oh, that's oh, a good question. Who knows? The director of the films has been Asian for like five films now. Hmm. Like it's See? like an Asian franchise, technically. There's Guilfoyle. <laughs> Pointing out the hypocrisy. So is he back from the dead because he was murdered? Who knows? Why didn't they just kill the other guy? I don't even know how he died. It's because he's fun and he's fucking hot. Oh. He is super cute. Okay. That was the biggest tragedy of him dying. was like, well, he was the only really cute one in here. Yeah. And they didn't oh. know what they were doing. That was the third movie, Tokyo Drift. Like people had like dipped out. So they were like, who cares? We'll just kill people off. It doesn't matter. Well, and yeah. And technically they made brings together alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they exploded in popularity again. And it was like, oh, well, that was a famous, that was a popular character from the early films. Let's bring him back. No, I and mean, kill the guy who murdered Han. Oh, well, that happened anyway, because they had a falling out with Vin Diesel, right? Okay. 
That's why. See? Thank you for the context. Is, is Shaw dead? I don't think Shaw's dead. He's not He's dead. He's not dead, but they're not in this next one. They're not in it. No. They'll be back for Fast 10. I don't know. And I just want to say quickly before you push play on whatever clip you're about to play, that Last <coughs> of Us is a zombie video game, which the zombie craze I think is well long and past, but the video game is like a movie. Army of the Dead is going to revive. Last of Us is going to be so good, and with yeah. Pedro Pascal, it's going to be perfect. He's okay. perfectly cast. Now I will play this clip, because okay. Amanda was talking about an Asian man being hot. This movie brings together some of my more eclectic sexual tastes in men. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. Ooh. Shut your fucking mouth. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I feel uncomfortable. Sorry. Sorry about that. It was it was after it and it kept playing. Uh. Oh, so we don't get to hear about Amanda's more eclectic sexual it was it was Asian related. There was something yeah. going on. I think it had an Asian guy and Peter Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage <laughs> in the same movie. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Oh, that was good. Sorry, uh, my apologies. You can edit that out later. Yeah, I'm getting, getting a little clip happy here. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, very quickly, uh, we'll do a quick sequel watch. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips confirms he has gotten the call for Young Guns Three. But Emilio? But the call was from Emilio Estevez, so who knows what's going to happen there. Uh, American Pie 5, Tara Reid says the script is, quote, one of the best. One of the best in what category? No idea. Oh, but why is one, she reading American One of the Pie best category? that she's received ever. <laughs> why is she reading it? We could do an American Pie reunion without her or her boyfriend. Like, just remove them entirely and no one would care. They were the worst. Um, and there's also a chance that the Batman movie with Ben Affleck is still going to happen. I'm so confused. We're going to have yeah, to see Batman. They're movie just going to continue. Now, this article yeah, is so. Now that the Snyder cut happened. This article is so hilarious. The Snyder cut for Justice League came out. All these fans are just like clamoring, "Give me more Batfleck!" And but this article is is great because nobody said this before. They were just like, he decided not to or whatever. But this article says uh, Affleck's personal issues with his divorce and his drinking led to him stepping away from the cape and cowl. I've never heard them actually say it. <clears throat> Prompting Warner Brothers to move on and cast Robert Pattinson. But now he's in a better place. And he signed on to be Batman in the Flash film with Ezra Miller. And now there's talk about him just directing his own Batman movie. So there'd be like two different Batman movies just because... Just because, just because he couldn't get his shit together for a little while. What a dick. Because he got divorced and started drinking. That's why we have Whatever. two, two bad. It's fine. <clears throat> He's like totally lying. In a couple, <laughs> in a couple months, there's going to be like six Spider-Men. So well, can we fine. all agree that Batman is obviously the worst superhero that yeah, exists? Absolutely. Like, what no. is he doing in the Justice League? He... He's supplying them with money. He's getting Alfred to make suits, you know. <laughs> he's like sewing. He's a, he's a manager. He's like the sugar daddy. <laughs> he is. He is. He's like a manager. Yeah, he manages the team technically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a like Ted DiBiase. Like he's like 
he's constantly getting into fights and then like tapping Superman in. Like, no, I'm good, man. I'm. He shouldn't just travel pay, with the team. Pay everyone else money so that they can he just go gets perform hurt all the time. Oh God! Like you have no powers. What do you? What purpose do you have in like he's an interstellar? What business does he have being next to guys like the like the Flash and Superman and? Or like bending space time. He doesn't have any business being in the same <laughs> room least, as those people. At least Spider-Man. You see how sexist I was? I didn't even say Wonder Woman. Even though she's probably the most badass of them all. He's also the most like <clears throat> acceptable hero to the public. Because mm-hmm. secretly, deep down, the public is terrified of all superheroes. Uh, gotcha. That's the most rational explanation I've ever heard. Yep. And finally, before we head into the lineup tonight, uh, a quick shout out to Mindhunter. Uh, it's back on. <gasps> yeah, you three. kept back. this from me? I just found out about it before the podcast. I'm going to kick you in the head. I just found out about it before the podcast. You told me about that two days ago. <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> He's a liar. <laughs> He's a liar. I'll show you the date earlier on today the article. Also. Yeah, the article hey. came out today, though. Also, Invincible. Oh, hmm. the, the cartoon. Yeah, that the cartoon's so actually really fun, too. Good. Comic is my favorite comic that started and finished, and the cartoon is great. We've only watched the first episode of it, but the end of the first episode was very surprising. Yeah. yeah. And J.K. Simmons as a Omni-Man is, is very scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, do you guys want another intern clip before we go into the lineup, or do you want it later? I want give two. It to oh, yeah, give me a couple. Double, give, baby. Give me a couple? Okay, here we go. Amanda, do you, do you think, from an outside... Um, perspective Um, do you think that the intern should be disciplined well I mean you can look at it one of two ways you can either you know rule with a fist or you cannot rule at all so yes obviously he needs to be disciplined yeah and the I think I'm picking up what she's saying here by fisting him (laughs) I could always use a good fisting (laughs) we have before us what could be the greatest lineup that we have ever experienced. You know, I knew that. I knew when I woke up this morning, I knew that this was going to be the best lineup that we've ever had. (laughs) I'm just reading a press release here from Sad Sack Studios right now. It says here that this is the greatest lineup that we have ever had. Okay, now we don't say this very often. (laughs) (laughs) The greatest lineup you will ever witness as a member of this podcast. The lineup to which all of you shall be bequeathed. And I'm not fucking around this time. This time it is serious. Tonight could be the greatest lineup, pound for pound, best lineup we've ever experienced before on Trailer Park Podcast. Wow! Well, I like a good pound. Uh, Sadzak has has issued a few statements, okay? Okay, here we go. Best show ever. Uh, um, <laughs> this lineup will change your life yeah, and so, you'll punch a baby. And uh, number 80 means harmony. Uh, your headliner tonight is the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Here we go. 
gotta be kidding me. You're gonna risk the entire mission for a mental defective dressed as a court jester. This coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat on his head. We don't leave one of our own behind. Hopefully Harley's still alive. No funny business, Harley. These are dangerous people. Team two is clear to go. Fire Three, two. What are you guys doing? What? You, we're, we're here to save you. You were gonna save me? It was a really good plan, too. Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it. That's patronizing. I'm so sorry. Harley Quinn. Blood sport. You know the deal. Successfully complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. You fail to follow my orders in any way, and I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. So this is the famous Suicide Squad. Nom nom. Any questions? Hand. Yes, that is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, for fuck's sake. Here's the deal. We failed the mission, you die. If we find out any information you give us is false, you die. If we find out you have personalized license plates, you die. What? No. If you cough without covering your mouth... Harley, although that isn't an open invitation for you to cough without covering your mouth. What's the plan? How am I supposed to know? You're the leader. You're supposed to be decisive. And I've decided that you should eat a big bag of dicks. If this whole beach was completely covered in dicks, and somebody said I'd eat every dick until the beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problem. Why would someone put penises all over the beach? Who knows why madmen do what they do? This is suicide. Well, that's kind of our thing. When they get you out of here alive. I'm going to get you out of here alive. Oh my god, we've got a freaking kaiju up in this shit! Uh-huh. I love the rain. It's like angels are splooching all over us. Nathan, Suicide Squad, the new Suicide Squad. Worried or excited? Yeah, the difference is Suicide Squad and The Suicide Squad. This is The Suicide Squad. And I'm jacked. I'm super jacked about this. I love everything about this. I love that it's probably one of the first times ever where existing actors from the failed attempt get a redo with (laughs) a better director and... James Gunn gets fired from Disney for decade-old tweets and gets hired immediately by DC. Gets given a big budget, but only 21 days to pull this off. And appears to have just made a fun, ridiculous, true-to-the-comics, is my understanding, version of this. Which is, I don't know. (laughs) It just looks like a tremendous amount of fun. Lots of lines actually making me laugh. They released a G-rated trailer after, and... That also has fun lines in it that are different, that are also entertaining. And I, yeah, I'm, I've got lots of little tidbits about this, but I'm just going to throw it to the room because I'm jacked and I want to know what everyone else thinks. 
Yeah, um, I'll just toss in because I don't have much more to add on to it than that. Is yeah, I'm also excited for those exact same reasons. James Gunn is good with this sort of uh, entertaining, violent, macabre, but still lighthearted sort of thing, like Slither. Um, so he's good with an ensemble cast as well. All these characters look funny. John Cena especially looks hilarious. Uh, and uh, I saw some great gore with the shark creature. So that with some nice musical choices and i think it'll probably be a good time even if it's not that great of a time excited i mean i guess the the knock could be that it's like guardians of the galaxy formulaic now because he like grabs these old musical tunes and jacks them up and has fun with a bunch of quippy one-liners and it's almost it's a little bit formulaic maybe that's maybe a cut and is margot robbie's character getting more annoying or am i just over it because i remember in the in the first movie she was in, was that for the first Suicide Squad? Yeah. yeah. She was the best part of it. And everyone freaked out because she was great. But now, like three movies in, I want to fucking kill myself every time she talks in her <clears throat> baby voice. It's because she becomes less violent and more quippy mm. or cutesy. And yeah. so like some of her cutesy. edge is gone. Right. It's the cutesy. Like we're supposed to still think she's a badass, but her cutesy voice is just. Yeah. Wow. Like I need to, I need to stab someone in the throat really graphically before to, <laughs> yeah. to offset some of this cutesy shit. Pe- Peacemaker is the only one getting a, a spinoff at this point, and that's John Cena's character. Yeah, yeah. Well, his you know straight face sarcasm, naive yeah. combo yeah. seems this, to be working. This looks like the first time I'm going to enjoy him in a movie. Yes, He's I stealing the show it. here. Absolutely. Right? Uh, yeah. Because he's always been an awkward leading man with all that WWE sponsored shit, but yeah, here here only, is like a here's a side character. He looks great. Yeah, I feel like the only wrestler that I agree with being in movies is Dave Bautista, and and this could turn me for for Cena. But the shark is obviously the best part of this whole thing. Well, we can all agree <laughs> that we were all out until the shark ripped that dude in right? half in the rain. In half, that was yeah. awesome. Voice of the shark is Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Good for him. Maybe he'll get another Oscar nod for supporting actor. Mr. Stallone as Shark Man. <laughs> <laughs> There's also another trailer with John Cena where they're like in the woods or something. And he's like just going off about how how many people he would kill for peace. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, oh, I, I, whatever it takes. Every man, woman, and child for, for peace. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that's in the G-rated trailer. <laughs> and yeah, it's good. All right. So uh, in Everybody's excited. In unison, yeah. They call you peacemaker. I cherish peace with all my heart. I don't care how many men, women, and children I need to kill to get it. Is that true as a crazy one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that part yeah i you think know, the uh other, the sorry. other guy who's who said i hope so when they're like he's we're all the, gonna die i hope so i was like oh it's me he's the intern character <laughs> looking in a mirror. he's the intern character and who is that? is that polka dot man yeah yeah he's the guy that says uh i hope so when yeah. when he says we're all gonna die um and they said there's like a tidbit here about why is Will Smith not in this scheduling conflicts or something and why they chose Idris Elba to be blood sport instead of just replacing Deadshot. 
and it was to bring to open the ability for Deadshot to come back in a future movie. But re- the real subtext is that Idris Elba is a bigger movie star than Will Smith is now. That's the real uh, subtext for me. Yep, yeah, that's true. I agree. Well, he definitely is hotter. For sure. We can all agree. He's got more swagger. He's well, just cooler. He's been in a lot more um, bigger budget movies or movies <laughs> that have made more money. Yeah, he's British. Yeah. John Cena yeah, that's just, how he talks. <laughs> Nailed it. John Cena described Peacemaker as a douchebag Captain America. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> But it's even better. He's like, he still thinks he's doing good. That's like a very important nuance that he seems to have nailed, even if he doesn't know it. Well, this this comment's very telling from James Gunn, where he said uh, that he wanted to be more faithful to the Suicide Squad in the comics, saying, I want to stick with John Ostrander's original vision of mostly second-rate antagonists. There's, a, yeah. there, there's an innate tragic element to supervillains who aren't even that good at being bad. Yes. It's like Venture Brothers stuff. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and I, I read that um, uh, Bloodsport, Idris Elba's character, was apparently, like, all of them have their own crimes, right? Like, the reason why they were put in prison. And his crime was shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet. Mm. So they're all going to maybe have like a little thing that they're famous for that put them in jail. And that's a cooler like story anyway, because the original Suicide Squad movie makes it seem like we've taken all of our hardest fucking criminals. Yeah. And we're setting them up for this mission. It's much better to be like, we slap together these fucking losers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and where James Gunn goes, Michael Rooker goes and he looks like he's possibly going to turn on the group. Yep. Yeah, he's, it's also the live-action debut of the alien starfish supervillain Starro. Saw him uh, there at the end. Yeah, the kaiju's a giant starfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, the CGI, like, it looks like the starfish in Finding Nemo. Like, <laughs> the same colors and stuff. Apparently, he used majorly just practical VFX and said he found it a relief after working on the CGI-heavy Guardians. But it looked like there was some decent amount of CGI in here, but... Maybe that's because the entire Guardians movie was filmed on a green screen. I don't know. Yeah. Like, we got to shoot on location with a green screen behind us. Maybe that's the difference. And do we even care uh, about Pete Davidson? I think it's funny that he's showing up in a lot of things. I think uh, Saturday Night Live treated him like crap, and he's now, like, the biggest thing from there. Yeah. (laughs) That's fucked. Aside from McKinnon. But anyway. All right. All right. Trailer number two. It's called Mainstream. Mainstream. Here we go. What do you want to do with your life, Frankie? I don't know. All right, what kind of stuff you want to make? I think you got potential. I want to make your next picture. Really? Yeah. What, now? Yeah, right now. Yo, what's up? Thanks for checking out this video. My little niece worships these guys who do and say nothing. Yo, why is my existence so lit? You promote a lifestyle of doing and saying nothing. Hashtag swimming pool. Hashtag cocktail. Hashtag this pineapple life. 
can't be following me. Like, I'm no one special, man. You've got talent. Do you want to be the guys that made two cool videos? Or do you want to be no one special? This is the beginning. People came. We have phone or no phone. I'm Charles Melton, and I'm here with no one special. Then we have the game show. Bad idea. Good idea? I love you, no one special. This is just feeling so bright. We're about to go stratospheric. You know I see you, right? See you. Don't hurt her. I love that, Jason. Are you prepared to let the world see the real you? He's not who he says he is. Your success directly contradicts your message, does it not? You tell viewers they're stupid for watching us. I want you to wake up because you're getting swept up in this. You're so jealous of him. Get the viewers back up before we lose anymore. A prophet will not be accepted in his hometown. You get to lead the revolution. Are you gonna stop stop it? it could no, be really powerful. It. Have you told me one single thing that was true? I'm no one special. Cut. That was great. Main Street. Amanda, worried or excited? Oof. Oof. Mm -hmm. Hard pass for me on this one. (laughs) It's because of a few things. Mostly that I feel like having watched the trailer, I've already seen the whole movie and the trailer felt long. So I feel like the movie's going to feel long. <laughs> and ultimately, <laughs> and ultimately, <clears throat> I don't know that I care about these internet people. We're too old. Yeah. Well, it is a. Uh... An, an analysis of the fame of YouTube people. One of the, I think it's the first mm. movie about this. Not YouTube anymore. That's like a TikTok but or an Instagram person. Yeah. Right. It's the first movie about the rise to fame of someone in that arena. I mean, they move, they make this movie before. There's a, there's a rise to fame formula mm-hmm. for these movies where they rise up and they crash and burn. And that would be the, the judgment of movies like this. But never before in this context, which is why it has arrived in the teeter. And maybe Ingrid Goes West. Yeah, that was really good, though. It was really good, but it wasn't about fame. It was about, it wasn't about the person who was famous. It was about the person who wanted to be famous. So this is a bit different. This movie also has a a substantial amount of nepotism in it. It's the first time I've ever seen, like, from the granddaughter of Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> from the so intern, please. It's it's the the director here is from the Coppola family line. Please uh put your excited down on the table, please. Yeah, when are you buying this criterion? Yeah. What spine? Uh, well, where where does this line up in the spine? It would probably be spine 1200 and something. Hmm. And I would buy it. But because a region, region B, of course. Right. No, no, no. That'll be definitely a region A. Oh. Criterion is based in the U.S. Uh, so that U.K. movie you I'm were talking about earlier was not Criterion? What's that? 
So that UK movie you were talking about earlier was not a Criterion collection? That's correct. Oh, I, buy, I buy a lot of movies. <laughs> the uh, Indicator movie series is like the UK version of Criterion. I've been buying them also. Didn't need to know that. Continue. I You're hate, welcome. I hate uh, myself mainstream, for you. I wish it was not mainstream. And funnily enough, this movie will not be mainstream. What are you talking about? With this title. It's going to be a pretty underground non-hit Everyone's going to not watch it and not remember. <laughs> That's probably true. The girl in it is the daughter of Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. More I nepotism. She looked familiar. Oh, God. Uma Hawke, Gia Coppola. <laughs> yeah. lots, lots of nepotism here. I'm interested, uh, but I probably won't ever end up watching it. This is the kind of movie where it pigeonholes me, and I'm like, ah, could be interesting. And an earlier version of myself might have said excited, but... I know that I'll probably end up never never getting around to it, so I'm just going to go ahead and say worried. This is 42-year-old Nathan. Yeah, mm. that's exactly yeah, right. Reviews. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want it to be. And yeah, I, I want episode it. episode 142. But this this is a, a contradiction because I want it to be good, but it won't be. And I also saw in the comments on YouTube, a lot of people like Andrew Garfield. Every, really? Yeah, there's a bunch of like this pouring adoration for this guy because i was gonna say in this trailer his face yeah no there's something about it it's off-putting that's yeah. just his face though miss um, coppola picked him in this because <clears throat> she wanted to see him do something that he's never done before oh. and really let himself go isn't oh, okay. he like 40 no he's not he's not team 40 yet he's the same age as daniel close enough yeah yeah which means on the TV he plays people that are twenty. He's he's butt humping forty. Yeah, he's playing alongside Sophie Pacino and uh, Stacy De Niro. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's great. But it's true. I I I like. Whoa, hold on. Whoa. Talk about this movie. <laughs> Sorry. Do you want to get excited from people or no? Hey, I felt the energy dying. I was buzzering it. If you have something more to add. <laughs> Please do so. Uh, I thought like many, many years ago that I liked Garfield, but I've just like, I li like him less and less every year. I don't know if that's just me getting older or if that's just the veil being lifted on him. Um, but this movie is about like a social media rise and how that lifestyle is so like empty and fake. And it's going to be about all that sort of drama. But it's like, I find even in, even that, analysis of the drama of that life i find even that to be insipid and empty mm -hmm. in itself so yeah. this is there's like there's like nothing nothing here for me worried <laughs> that's fair piece of flaming shit well that was a crash and burn ladies and gentlemen let's hope the uh let's hope the fulcrum picks us up a little bit kind of went back and forth on what the fulcrum could be uh the the team there at sad sack was like well, quiet place part two and then they thought well no i think amanda and daniel probably shit all over that so <laughs> what else do we got here we looked at a movie called in the earth uh by ben wheatley and uh it was about you know people that go out into the wilderness about some mythic uh thing going on and there's mushrooms cascading their juices up into the woods and it's <laughs> making people go crazy and uh that seemed like a real potent choice and then i realized ben wheatley he directed high rise which was an absolute failure 
terrible unwatchable, movie. Yeah. Unwatchable failure. And then I looked at the comments and all the critics are like, mm, yes. And all all of the viewers are like, no, no. So, <laughs> yeah, it was like 74.30 from critic to viewer. Anyway. Oh, on Rotten Tomatoes. So what we landed on here is a movie called The Night House. The Night House. Here we go. My husband took the boat out on the lake. He took a, a handgun that I didn't even know that we owned and... Did he leave a note? He did. You were right. There is nothing. Nothing is after you. You're safe now. You said you were safe? Safe from what? You know that we're paying people to do that, right? You don't have to do it all yourself. Owen? I didn't think we had secrets. Everybody has secrets. It's our house. But backwards. What the hell was he doing? Daniel, you worried or excited about the night house? Um, I'll be honest. I was sort of just giving it some due respect for being a well, or at least looking like a well-made sort of haunted house, poltergeist type of movie. But then once we came across the opposite house <laughs> and her doppelganger... Then it that I was uh, my interest was was elevated a notch, because um, it does it look it looks well made. Uh, I'm sure it's got a lot of your classic and hated jump scare moments and cheap shit like that. But you can already tell that there's an air of quality to it, and that it might have a 
a better than average story, especially once it got to the part with the doppelganger in the opposite house. Um, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt and I'll go with excited. Hopefully it doesn't like shoot itself in the foot and toss away what looks like a good idea. But uh, yeah, I'll benefit the doubt excited. Or even not toss it away, just not fuck it up. Yeah. Like if the if the reveal doesn't make sense or it feels stupid, then the whole movie'll won't work, but but I don't like that Nathan sprung this on me because he knows that I don't like haunted <laughs> anything. And people who like things like the haunting of Hill House are wrong because who wants to watch a show where someone just stands over you while you're sleeping for like five hours? She doesn't like the closet. She doesn't like it to be opened. She doesn't like it dark. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I feel like if I'm fighting a home invader, I could like. <laughs> we have a golf club behind the door in the master bedroom. I would die, but in my heart, I feel like I could do something. But with a poltergeist, you're just fucked, you know. Like if you woke up and you were hovering four inches from your nose over your body. It, I'd kill myself. I'd be like, no, nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no instant heart attack of fear. Yep. Yeah. But are you worried or excited? About this? Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna defer to Andrew. Well let's ask Amanda. Has that ever happened before? No, no. one's no one's deferring to him. Amanda, please. <laughs> um I knew that Daniel was gonna like this movie or give it an excited because that actress is like a poor man's Jennifer Connolly. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew that he would be I knew he'd be drawn in by that. Um, I think it's got potential. I was like really feeling it actually until the doppelganger thing. And yes, that like piques my interest, but then it sort of looked like, oh, is this going to be some sort of like weird, um, you know, the lake house. I situation. knew you were going to say that. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I feel like it's going to end up actually being stupid. Whatever the twist is. I was reading comments on the internet as a part of my preparation for the show. And I came across a comment that was really fascinating to me. Somebody was saying, you know, that they're not saying that it's going to go there, but they proposed how cool it would be if, if, if you believe in parallel universes and you believe in all of that, you know, infiniteness, then what if, is it possible that like a parallel you could haunt yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. So, I think that that's the rational explanation for poltergeists and haunted houses. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why some people can see it and some people can't because maybe you're doing it to yourself because there's elements and layers to you in different parallel dimensions that are dead and are trying to reach back out to you. And right, there's like sh- a cycle of you going on in the but shouldn't spectrum. They, shouldn't they have held that back? Like in the trailer, it should be a haunted house trailer. And then the twist should be that you're haunting yourself. They shouldn't fucking lay it out to you right? in a minute and 30. Wow. That's, yeah, that's an argument against all trailers nowadays, though. It's like, it's hard to make a trailer in the evolution of the trailer that doesn't show someone too much and still get people excited at the same time. It's a double-edged sword. But uh, the feedback from the from the movie festival that this was at was positive. So that's kind of what pushed me over the edge to put it in the lineup because it sounded like what Daniel was saying, it looks like it has quality. Well, the feedback says from viewer and critic that it potentially has quality, but that doesn't always mean anything with horror movies. 
And this is the same guy that's slated to direct the reboot of the Hellraiser. The and the next the, another reboot. Mm. <clears throat> well, no, I guess the last one we got was a sequel. The the one that Clive Barker's involved in. This is this is the guy they chose to be in charge of directing the new Hellraiser. Okay. He okay, also be... directed a movie called The Ritual on Netflix. So that may give you context if you've watched yeah. that. I saw The Ritual. It was, it was decent. Okay. So if I had Batman type of money, <laughs> I would make two houses, an opposite house, <laughs> and then I would find <laughs> twins that didn't know they were twins oh and put God. one in one house and trap. one in the other, and I would sleep with both of them. I would marry both of them. What? Wait, and hold then on. I, and then I would fake he, my own death. He has lots and, of money. And really fuck around with like mental games with one of the twins. Right. Yeah, Invisible Man vibe here. This is a great plan. Uh, it's almost formulating the same as the rental oh. right now. That also um, fetched a few excited and disappointed everyone. I'm interested in this, though. Interested enough that I'm excited to, to watch to see how my thought process doesn't match up with how the movie plays out at all. In turn, rate Jennifer Connelly 1 to 10 hotness. That's sexist. Uh, Jennifer Connelly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to rate the intern 1 to 10 uh, on hotness. Can we talk about your seven. beard? About how unkempt seven? it is? A 7? A 7 for Jennifer Connelly? Fuck off. Um, Amanda and I are 7s. Jennifer Connelly is like a 20. <laughs> no. No. You've never met someone as hot as Jennifer Connelly. Which makes Rebecca Hall a seven version of Jennifer Connelly. I think I think uh, Amanda's onto something here. I think why, so. why do you guys think Jennifer Connelly's so attractive? Because she's no Anya Taylor Joy. She's more attractive than anyone 20. I've ever met. Well she's so. attractive because she's not super Hollywood attractive. Yeah. She's a woman too. Apparently they have to be underage to pique your interest. I feel like this Rebecca sense. Hall is better looking than Jennifer Connelly. Okay. No. That's not true. Um, well, it seems true to me. Hey. Elite. Can we talk about your beard for a minute? Yeah. We, we were watching baseball the other day, and these guys really, they they take care of their beards. You should do a better job. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. Trailer four is the return of Angelina Jolie in a movie directed by Taylor Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan is the writer of Sicario. Hell or High Water, and Wind River. And this is based on a book, and it's called Those Who Wish Me Dead. Maleficent 3. Hey, what about those dead? <laughs> Nailed it. Those who wish me dead. Those who wish me dead. Here we go. Oh, nope. Let's try again. Here we go. Why'd they put you in a fire tower? Well, I'm just lucky, I guess. the wind wrong I should have gone to them then you've been dead too 
That's our job. Hey, stop! I'm not gonna hurt you. I want to see where the blood's coming from. It's not my blood. You in trouble? Anyone else in trouble? My dad said, if anything happened, I should find someone I could trust. Are you someone I can trust? We promise absolutes. Act accordingly. Those men, they came for your father. Did you see their faces? That's them. Cut you down. Give me something else to worry about. Listen. You're gonna run. Run for a long And you're gonna keep running. That eats everything in its path. You really want to die for this kid? Take a deep breath. Hold it. And lay back. What happens next? Chelsea, worried or excited? After Amanda's goddamn it, you can't throw it to me. <laughs> Amanda, worried or excited? Oh my god. I, first of all, Angelina Jolie, fuck off. <laughs> is she trying to do an accent and, and is losing it, or does she not remember how she speaks? Yeah, she's forgotten. She's forgotten for what, how to speak like a normal human being. Yeah, because it's I don't know what's happening there. Then also, fuck, what is this? Chicago fire? Like, how many times am I going to have to look at y'all in a fire? <laughs> oh, oh, she's like got trauma from the, from the fire that she didn't do right the first time. And so now we're back in the fire. Fuck, I don't give a shit. I'm very worried. Like, who are we going to get for this very critical fire watchtower? How about this woman in her late 50s? Is that, is that isn't Angelina Jolie like 60? How old is she? She's at least at least 50 something. Yeah. I just don't like Angelina, but now here's here's my issue with this entire trailer. And Amanda, <laughs> do you agree with me on this? Replace Angelina Jolie with any B-tier male action star. This goes straight to the shelf, right? This goes right to DVD. Yep. A vague bad guy who, coming after us Played who, who done finger. it backdropped against something like a big fire doesn't this scream current day bruce willis yeah well well uh i guess texas uh doesn't believe in this film or taylor sheridan well we can all agree so, that this is different from the taylor sheridan films we've received before. well taylor sheridan's more of a writer than he is a director 
And the three movies that he wrote that were directed, the Sicario, Hell or High Water, and Wind River were all very good. Yes. So, uh, okay, Yellowstone, was it concerning? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it had the same feel, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yellow, if, if this is more like Yellowstone, yeah, we're, we're crash-ass dummies with the pedal to the metal. Uh, first of all, uh, Angelina Jolie is 46. Thank you. <laughs> Angelina Jolie is a movie star. And was she? I think this is going to be one of those like middle of the road action thrillers they used to make all the time in the nineties. Right. And this is going to be a movie that you end up like being dismissive of at first, but then you see it on TV accidentally, a little bit of it, and it's kind of engaging. I and then you end up it. watching the whole thing, and then you kind of like it, and then you watch it a second time, and I'm excited. Fuck off. I forgot about this because he did. I was I, I was confused about why he put this in the lineup because ta- uh, the Sheridan movies are um, they're exceptional and they're like sort of gritty and they're not so over the top. But he convinced me because I love myself a good '90s action movie and they don't actually make those anymore. And if you view it through that lens, then perhaps I don't know. Oh yeah, I was I was thinking like Firestorm with Howie Long this entire time. And it's got Joan Bernthal and Nicholas Holt and Aiden Gillen, Littlefinger. And it's got Tyler Perry, who is one of your favorites. I saw Littlefinger. That was a plus, yeah. I think it's I think it's a problem of Jolie for me. I think if you put nearly any other actress in her shoes, and I'd be much more eh, and on I, it. I so agree with you, but I don't know why or when my feelings towards Angelina Jolie changed. Because when I was like 16 and she was in Tomb Raider, I thought she was the baddest bitch ever. Yeah, totally. So Same. What, uh, what happened, guys? What happened? Can we dissect let's, this here? Let's spend another hour. Can we just take it to an intermission here? Yeah. Let's just go through her entire filmography one by one. Oh, we'll we'll figure this out. <laughs> Andrew? Taking Lives was great. Gone yeah. in 60 seconds. Nick Cage and her smash it out of the park yep salt super fun yeah tomb raiders fun yeah wanted's ridiculous and retarded and uh, it's a good time and fun. they're, Mr. they're, and Mrs. they're working on wanted too as well is is one of the best action movies that has come out in the last three decades <clears throat> but that's when it happened so all you, those movies are fun despite her you like what andrew's saying is that he likes angelina jolie's tits you didn't even Geo mention Hackers, fantastic. which is obviously... Uh, hackers is great fun. Beowulf hackers is great despite, like, in, or in spite of her. You know what I mean? Like, it's she's is, she's involved in these great things, and she's not the reason they're great. What is what is, what is all this in spite of? What, what are we talking about? Right, because she Girl was cast because she was hot, she's but she's never really been hacker. good or likable in any way. It's because she adopted people. Uh, children and went around the oh, world acting Jesus self-righteous, Christ. right? Is that what Get this is about? Get out of the non-acting huh. world. Okay. No, I, I don't have any issue with that. That's that's all Hollywood to me is that sort of level of fraud. So that's yeah, that's not special to her. So I don't take that into consideration. Okay. I think she started to look different. Like she started to look. She got so like grossly thin, <clears throat> and her cheekbones got so extreme. It's the that like her appearance is no longer like fun cool badass chick that it was when we first met she sure her. shit isn't like compared to jennifer connelly angelina jolie's like a nine you know wow and jennifer I, connelly really if jennifer I, connelly's I, a 20 I think a then four. yeah yeah <laughs> okay 
No, Angelina Jolie is not attractive, and I've never liked her. So, um, could could she be an example of an elitist Hollywood entity that actually does contain a reptilian DNA? Possibly. I also There's consider some. her like the epitome of the like the embodiment of the insanity. Like, if you took the insanity of women as like a large concept, like a vague abstract concept, and then you shoved it and shaped it into a human form, it would be Angelina Jolie. And are are you saying that women are insane? And uh, everything I hate about women just stuffed into a ball and formed into a fucking person. Fuck. fuck. And what would the insanity of of a man look like? What who embodies that? Oh wait, we need time. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, no, no, nothing. That, that's no, too like on the nose. Too nice. Yeah. No. There's there's an answer to this question. No, there's a disgusting. It's, like, it's probably like DiCaprio or something. Something disgusting. That's close. Yeah, so I don't like Leonardo DiCaprio. Why do I want to see What's wrong with DiCaprio? Yeah, like Woody Allen. That's probably a good one. Or like Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, That's a good okay. call. Um, and it, I think the I think the the no one recognizes it, but I believe in the like observable timeline of Angelina Jolie, where everyone sort of turned on her without knowing was Beowulf. That was good. <laughs> that cartoon. That the, real life cartoon. The answer to your question, intern, what what's wrong with DiCaprio? It's because can't you picture trying to like talk to DiCaprio? I, I don't you, care. You, you couldn't convince him of anything other than what he thinks. He's just a self righteous, pompous fuck. You can just tell. Plus, if you don't like him, then you can't like any of the movies he's in because except every movie he's in, he's good. No. Yeah. No. Not every movie. What's that one with the FBI dude? Yeah, Jay Over. Edgar. Jay terrible. Jay Edgar's terrible movie. Bomb. Blood Diamond. <laughs> Blood Diamond was great. American, um, yeah? You're American, the, yeah? These movies... But Leo is one that I I hate in real life, but I can enjoy a Leo movie. Okay, that's fair. No, not me. Uh, well, no, it depends. There's certain movies. Like Aviator, I got a soft spot. and uh, Yeah, because it's super long and boring. I agree. <laughs> You also like that. Which one? Catch me if you can. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that movie's good in spite of him. Oh, there, there it there is. Full nice. circle. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know how we were gonna get out of that. Okay. Uh five hole tonight. The Wrath of Man. Finally. Wrath of Man. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new addition. H. Portico Security specializes in cash trucks across LA. Do you have any idea how dangerous this job can be? Some out there, yeah. We ain't the predators, we're the prey. You ready? Ready. <laughs> This is your temporary sidearm. Why am I full of flint pistols in a machine gun fight? Do you have a problem? I don't know. Do I? It's a 10 grand drop. You should have been back five minutes ago. They're serious! Leave this to me. Get in the truck next time! Sorry, pal. I It's rolling around the bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine. 
doesn't feel right. It's like he wants trucks to get hit. He's not a cop. But if he's not a cop, what is he? A while back, we lost two guards. A civilian, too. There was an investigation. They still haven't found the scum who did it. You were in an accident. Mama's son. He didn't make it. I need to know who killed my son. Tree has been shook, and it's been shook hard. We've scorched the earth. You started by saying you'd do anything. But what I'm hearing is, you think you've done everything. I can see it's going to be a long night. It's got to be an inside job. Intern, worried or excited? I'd just like to uh, proclaim that I will end up watching this movie a lot with my with my dad <laughs> it'll be on repeat <laughs> this will be uh the new movie i see like six times in one year um great great next, wall is great the current... wall yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> saying that i'm looking forward to this more than than that one uh this is a comforting action movie and the only thing i have to say about it is that uh, as a as a plus is that he's at least killing people over a relative and not an animal. I was going to say I'd rather watch John Wick, so thank you for bringing that up. But obviously compared to John Wick this will be a complete failure. A complete <laughs> failure that I'll enjoy watching 6 or 7 times. <laughs> I mean uh, sure. I'm excited. I'm excited for uh next Statham bad action franchise that this is going to turn into. Transporter 4. Yeah. Isn't this, is this not, is this guy Richie? Yeah. Yeah. It is. yeah. it is. This is the new Sherlock Holmes. Well, no. See, Guy Richie did some concerning things. He made Aladdin and then he made. Uh... Sorry, what? Sorry, what? Sorry, yeah. Say that again. Guy yeah, Richie. He made, uh, he made, he made he, Aladdin. He, he made directed Aladdin. Yeah, he directed Aladdin. <sighs> and he oh, directed that the... King Arthur mess with King Charlie Arthur was Hunter. worse. That's terrible. Than Aladdin. Yeah. And then he made The Gentleman. And if you guys haven't seen The Gentleman, I actually recommend it. It's actually like a return okay. a return to form a little bit for him. It was enjoyable. Okay. Well, this at least seems like it's more in his wheelhouse. This is his vengeance movie, right? Yeah. This is... A vengeance movie, sure. They can all be comparable to John Wick in some way. But that's what's great about a vengeance movie is that you can just provide some solid fucking thuds and deaths that... Uh, and a lot of the time, it's 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 worth a look, even just to have on in the background. And and Statham has always been really really good at this kind of film, and it's specifically because he has kind of a weird action style. Like he's almost a hybrid between like Western action stars and Eastern action stars. He's the only white action star that I think can pull off a roundhouse kick, and it looks believable. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, His ears are huge. He's like, he's like a black belt Bruce Willis. Yeah. 
he's like because and he even if you look at some of the movies that he did like the mechanic and stuff they even he even uses a lot of court like fight choreography that looks similar to jackie chan like you'll grab a shirt and wrap it around your elbow and you kick it i'll kick a ladder into your face you know like nice. that kind of shit yeah that's fair um so i'm excited just because he's good at this kind of stuff and I I cracked up during the trailer when he just walks out of the guy's <laughs> office and just flippantly shoots a bunch of dudes. Yeah, I like, heard you. <laughs> I heard you when he was walking out of the office casually. Just I bang, love that, pop, like, pop, pop. That like faced violence. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and of course, I'm, I'm sure we saw the whole movie in the trailer, but wh- yeah, whatever. whatever. Uh, I'm ex- I'm excited for something like this. Oh, and also, there's the lady from Dances, not Dances with the Wolves, uh, Raised by Wolves. Oh yeah, yeah. yep, yep. That chick is in there. Yep. Uh, that rapper dude with the gas station graffiti on his face is in there for some reason. I don't know that. Um, oh man, I thought I saw somebody else. Well, the guy from Mindhunter. Oh, yep. Holt. Holt McEnany or McCaney or something. McCaney. It's also the English oh. language remake of the 2004 French film Cash Truck. Amanda. And, and Amanda, this is for you. This is the handoff. Return of Josh Hartnett. Oh, yeah. oh right. Daniel has this weird thing about Josh Hartnett. Like... He's getting back in there. He's sneaking back in. He said he didn't want to do it anymore, and then he's just slowly. He was in a couple B movies. Now he's in this guy Ritchie movie. He's coming back. Well, my husband's really excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Me, I'm down for Wrath of Man. I, I just love. God, I'm I'm so American. I just love gun violence. I just love it so much. I love the like choreographed clicks of guns loading and unloading and shells dropping. Uh-huh. I love it. It makes me want to dance. <laughs> <laughs> just want to dance. Just want to dance. How about you, Chelsea? You want to dance? Nah, I'm gonna pass. Uh oh. Want to dance with somebody? Do, 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 do. I'm gonna watch some old '90s something or other to get me through well we'll have to watch nobody and then uh and then wrath man and then you could watch like the net or something man sandy b right sandy b there should be a list of movies that are like dated horribly like just by their content and the net would be one of them that would be tough can do back to back with hackers Oh, don't talk about hackers around Chelsea. She'll get hack the planet. She'll get really upset. Yeah, I Crash love hackers. Blue. Yeah, we were trying to figure out which DVDs or Blu-rays to get rid of. We're trying to lessen the amount of Blu-rays we had. And he deigned I'll take, to even. I'll take whatever ones you don't want. I was like hackers, and she was like, "Excuse me." She got really upset. <laughs> and then he held up Point Break, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of my house." Yeah. Nathan, do you not know Chelsea at all? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I was, well, you have to understand, I was the one making all the sacrifices. I was trying to get her to make a sacrifice. Oh. Like, two well, of no, those movies are mine. better shit than you do. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's fucking true. Wow. There were some that were non-negotiable. Like, Godfather 1 and 2, I was like, don't even talk to me. Don't even look at me. They're staying. Doesn't matter if I never watch them again. I you know who think... this is? This is the grandfather of Gia Coppola. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, it's fair. It's fair. How do you guys feel? You feel satisfied by your adventure tonight? Does everything feel good? No. That was one of the greatest lives we ever had. Oh, it was pretty good. It was pretty. pretty that could have been 
the greatest lineup. I don't know. They shot Ruben all over Rose. the teeter and the totter. The teeter and the totter didn't pull through tonight. And those are the two that I was waiting for to do this episode. I was like, but with no official system for judging or rating them against each other, uh, we can absolutely claim this is the best lineup that we've ever had. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. It looks like uh, at least all of these uh, all of these shows are going to have release dates. <gasps> yeah. They're mostly May 14th, except I think Wrath of Man is sooner. We're going to go watch Mortal Kombat this weekend. <laughs> are you? I'm so Sweet. jealous. In, in a theater? I think so. We wanted to be nobody, but the, it just didn't line up that that way for us. But my mom's coming, so I think we can pawn the baby off on her for a couple hours. That's awesome. That's Everything great. here is still closed. Back will be Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Our, well... First first round of the pandemic, our first time back was uh, unhinged with Russell Crowe. So. Right. I remember oh. that. Yeah. I'm sure Mortal Kombat's a, a better a better one because a lot of people are giving it positive feedback. Yeah. I mean, it looks fun. Yeah. That's... It's like almost guaranteed that my mom won't want to come because that's like the opposite of everything that my mom would want to watch in a movie. <laughs> well, there you go. It's perfect. And you get to go and have a nice outing, and that's great. That's nice. Should we end with the uh, mash, the intern mashup? Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! All please. forty-two embarrassing intern moments. Okay. The intern, mm. son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> secretly become your title without your knowledge. Daniel and I have decided to treat you uh, like an intern. Yeah, intern no. sounds like shit. Well, to each their own. Gentlemen, how are you tonight, uh, intern? I am super duper, super duper from the intern. Uh, Daniel, how's the lesbian radar treating you? Uh, don't ever come to me third again. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, were you worried or excited about Spotlight? Uh, Daniel, I don't know what to do right now. I don't. Uh, when you hand it off to the intern, he can't. Wait, Daniel, were dictate. you worried or excited? Chelsea, were you worried or excited? <laughs> All at the same time now. This is what you guys are getting for calling me an intern over and over again. <laughs> you realize that, right? Can you wait no. for a second? Talk out of turn every goddamn time. I thought that was you both talked, and now it's my turn. I thought we resolved this already. Should we start over? Yeah. Play the music again. <laughs> Andrew? Yeah? <laughs> I need you to back the fuck up. Fuck you, intern. Hey, Amanda. Hey, intern, oh. don't talk to me. And being the intern that he is, uh, still hasn't managed to come up with anything to contribute to the show. Yeah, I'm gonna go kill myself after this podcast, so. You were anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing uh, new. Way to pull up the rear, intern. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Trying to bring some variety. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. The feminine perspective. Is it, is it? I feel like that was uh, something I should have put together a long time ago. Um, I agree. Okay, thanks, intern. Yeah. I'm going to fucking poison him. I okay. thought you were going to kill yourself. Yeah, the breaking point thing made me concerned a little bit. That's for later. Intern, let's get you back to what you do best, which is what we tell you to do. Curl into the fetal position and die. Otherwise known as interning. <laughs> Yeah, you just give him, like, the tiniest nugget of kindness. <laughs> and he, I think it, like, sustains him for days. Like, gorges on it. I don't think so, because he just gets snubbed over and over again, no matter what. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> oh, the best time. part of that is, is hearing hey. Chelsea say, fuck 
you in. <laughs> oh, I was, I was loaded beyond recognition. I think you can tell my by my inflection. Uh, I love that you used to hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can see you can, that progression really like shows the him accepting. Yeah, his role is the intern. Handles on the internet. <laughs> People at work call him the intern. <laughs> yeah, my my perfect my letterbox my letterbox pro account is the intern. My yeah. Criterion Channel movie card says the intern. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Oh, Andrew. Oh. And you were so mad about it at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was angry. It's great. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Well, uh, happy birthday, Nathan. Happy birthday, Nathan. Happy birthday, Nathan. Thank Talk you. To you, Nathan. <laughs> great. Great. Okay. 